0: In the name of the creator, the redeemer, and the sustainer, amen. Please be seated. Pay attention, be astonished, tell about it. This wisdom from Mary Oliver summarizes what is at the heart of the season of Epiphany. Each liturgical season is connected to another in order to shepherd our traveling through the God story, the Jesus movement, so that we may find ourselves living into its rhythms and possibilities. Epiphany invites us to pay attention to God's presence and movement in this world, to be astonished by it, and to tell about it. Epiphany invites us to deepen our senses and to check back in on our assumptions of where God is and where God is not. We are invited in Epiphany to look again To pay attention to loving surprises, inspiring challenges, and the deepening of our relationality to God and to one another, for the kingdom of God has come near. This morning, we heard powerful, sacred texts, thematic of God calling us to reconsider who we are, whose we are and what we are to do with our lives. In a word, this morning is about vocation, which comes from the Latin vocari, which means to call. Vocation is not simply what work am I called to do with my life, but it is also the question of how I am called. To live my life the more that i walk alongside young adults discerning vocation the more confident i am that it's not just about what we do with our lives but how we go about doing it we are called not just to faith in jesus but to the faith of jesus to live lives of love grace forgiveness and reconciliation, no matter our job or career. This morning, Matthew's Jesus calls his first disciples. He is a good community organizer because he knows he can't do this work alone. Matthew's gospel is the most closely linked with Jewish scripture of all the gospels, And Matthew's Jesus is one that is not only connected to Jewish ancestry, identified as the Messiah, but he is the one deeply embedded within the community as the rabbi and teacher. The Gospel of Matthew is a teaching text. And Matthew's Jesus is our teacher to whom we are invited to be disciples that follow and pattern our lives after his loving, life-giving, and liberating way. Matthew tells us that when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home by Capernaum, by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali. Jesus does not launch his public ministry in Jerusalem, He does not launch his public ministry in the place that would attract the most followers or stir up the most controversy. Instead, he moves residents from Nazareth to Capernaum in the territory spoken of by Isaiah, the northwest coast of the Sea of Galilee. My friends, there is deep theology in this geography. Because we hear from Isaiah that the people in this region have sat in darkness, to whom God will bring light. Isaiah is referring to an Israelite people who have been historically exiled by the Assyrians. Jesus begins public ministry and calls his first disciples from a place where there has been suffering, dislocation, and a people exiled. The theology in this geography tells us that Jesus' ministry is rooted in restoration. Matthew tells us that after arriving in Galilee, he began to proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repentance, which means to change your mind. To make the U turn back to the original source, which is love, grace, and goodness. Repentance, which means to change my mind about my annoying neighbor, or change my mind about the story I've been telling myself for years that riddles me with shame and guilt. Repentance, which means so you turn back to the God that is love, so I may return to loving myself and my neighbors more fully. Jesus tells us that repentance is the first step in paying attention to God's calling on our lives because it opens up space for a new story to unfold. So Jesus says, repent, repent, For the kingdom of heaven is near. Change your mind. Leave some space for a new story. Look again. Because the kingdom of heaven is happening within and all around you. So Matthew then tells us that Jesus walks by the Sea of Galilee and sees two brothers, Simon, Peter, and Andrew, casting a net into the sea. He says, follow me and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they leave their nets and follow him. And then he sees two other brothers, James and John, the Zebedee boys, fishing with their dad and mending their nets. Jesus calls to them and immediately they drop their nets, leave the boat and their father and follow him. I love This image of Jesus walking along the shoreline with his wet feet and his garments tucked up into one hand so they don't fall into the water. Can you imagine how Jesus must have felt walking alone at water's edge, scanning the shore, trying to sense into who he might call to be his friend's and his companions y'all jesus desired friendship and community just like we do and i've always wondered why the brothers all jump out of the boat so quickly i know that when i felt the nudge of god's call in my life to get out of the boat i usually get excited then terrified then rationalize to buy myself some more time. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Immediately hasn't been my MO, maybe wrestling or eventually. But they immediately get out of the boat, which makes me think that Jesus had a magnetism that they recognized immediately. You remember a few weeks ago, Dean Sarah taught us that Jesus' identity was sealed in his baptism when the Spirit descended and God said, I claim you, I love you, I delight in you. And I can only imagine that Jesus' magnetism was his deep embodiment of belonging and love delight. Maybe belonging, love, and delight is what those four men had been waiting for all their lives. Jesus, the rabbi, calls these four fishermen to be his first disciples, and he calls them into community to share the gifts they have from what they know. Fishermen, are some of the most patient and persistent people on the planet. They know how to bring fish into the boat. And so because of this, they're expansively inclusive. These are perfect gifts for growing the kingdom of God. And I believe this morning that each of you have perfect gifts for growing the kingdom of God. And Jesus' calling the disciples at the shoreline reverses a long-held tradition, which is that young men seeking rabbinic education would have had to apply to study under a rabbi. But Jesus doesn't wait for application. Instead, Rabbi Jesus is the one who seeks out his followers, learners, apprentices, who do not have to qualify for a relationship. The only requirement of these first disciples and of us is a willingness to say yes. Jesus believes in them. And I believe that God believes in you. I don't know how you are hearing or have heard God's call on your life. I still wrestle with what voice is what and need the discernment practices of our faith tradition. And I need community to make sure that the voice is one of God's love and liberation. Discernment of God's calling is not a solitary act nor is the calling of God on your life just for your healing. God believes in you and Jesus is calling you into his movement for the benefit of this community and of the whole world. So often we are asked to state whether or not we believe in God Y'all, this morning, the good news is that God believes in us. And if God believes in us, then we must believe in each other. If God is calling us, then we must call each other in. My friends, let us be like Mahalia Jackson, who on August 28th, 1963, found herself behind the podium steps of Lincoln Memorial and shouted, tell them about the dream, Martin. Tell them about the dream. And at that moment, as we see in films of the speech, Dr. King left his prepared notes and and began to improvise the entire next section of his speech, the historic speech that begins. And so even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. Mahalia was the voice of God in that moment for Dr. King, believing in him, calling him deeper into love and liberation, encouraging him to step out of the boat to proclaim the bold truth that continues to change this world. God is calling you to step out of the boat to join Jesus on the shoreline of love and healing and liberation. May you pay attention, be astonished, and tell about it. Amen.